Hello, 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 and welcome to the Altwork podcast, where we explore the new frontiers of work and challenge everything you thought you knew about career, business, and the world of work. Once again, I am Victoria Rillas, and with me is my co-host, Sakib Rasul. Hi, Sakib. Hello, Victoria. And today, we're talking about the art of getting promoted, strategic steps beyond hard work. Now, um, let me start off. Uh, by saying that there is absolutely no shortage of tips and tricks about how to get promoted. They're everywhere. If you do a quick search like we did on ChatGPT, you will find tons of recommendations for getting promoted, such as setting clear goals, further developing your skills, technical skills, building better relationships, and so on and so forth. So Mm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with this advice. However, in the spirit of all work, we wanted to explore an alternative approach our wanted to share with you our approach to getting promoted uh, without feeling like you're on the same hamster wheel as everyone else is. So let's dive right in. <laughs> Sakiv, uh, you have gotten many promotions throughout your career um, and you have helped many other people in corporate roles get promotions, including many of our own clients. Uh, so what would you say is a secret to getting promoted? Mm, right off that, dive right in. Yeah. The secret. Okay. Thank you, Victoria, for the question. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, um, maybe I want to begin by saying that getting a promotion is about learning to navigate your environment. Mm. So the question is, how do you improve your navigational skills? Mm-hmm. That might be, we can say, is the secret. Now, you cannot control the exact timing of when you might get a promotion. It's not in your hand, it's in the hands of somebody else. But there's a certain way of being that you can bring to the table that can get you promotion after promotion. Hmm. If you just try to get a promotion, you may not get a promotion. Mm -hmm. But you can try to do something else that we'll show you today in this conversation. But... Even then, it's not so much about what you're going to do, but more about how you're going to be. Hmm. If you're being a certain way, then you'll get promotions. How's that for a start? Good start. Um, And what way of being would that be to get a promotion? The way of being, um, the way of being is 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 a being that is responsible and committed, mm-hmm. does complete work. The way of being that listens curiously, deeply, sincerely. Mm-hmm. The way of being that calls out when breakdowns are not dealt with. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. has some courage, makes. Offer offers to help others, Mm. making offers to help bosses, Mm. offers acknowledgement Mm. when due, and knows the skill of learning to learn. Mm. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to someone that just complains and gossip but does nothing or doesn't do complete work or um, is a very bad listener. And or someone that is very good at making requests, but never makes offers to help, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, 
when things change, mm -hmm. everybody starts whining. Are you among the whiners? Are you a pain in the ass to your bosses in terms of the resistance that you bring up when things are changing? Or do you participate in the change? Do you collaborate with your teammates, with your bosses to mm. make their lives better? Who are you? Mm. Who are you being? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, I think people will learn throughout uh, the podcast that our work focuses a lot more on your way of being than what you should do. Because um, our whole theory is that when you know how to be, what you need to do will become very clear and obvious for you. Mm -hmm. um, right? You, If you do some of the things that we suggest you to do, but your way of being is off, mm -hmm. it might not work for you. <laughs> so right. how you show up is very important. So why don't we talk about some of these um, characteristics that you've just said mm -hmm. um, and uh, dig deeper into some of them. Okay. So... Okay. Uh, why don't we start off by kind of um, saying, or you maybe saying, like, if someone has tried to get a promotion mm -hmm. for a while now, and they keep getting passed up, right? What would you say is like the number one um, way of being that is, that most people just don't, can't see, uh, mm -hmm. that gets in the way of getting a promotion? Mm. I think the number one way of being, which is it's um, it's e easier to say and harder to bring about this shift, is being a being of service. Mm. When you're thinking about promotion, getting a promotion is for yourself, and yeah. if that's the only thing you think about, yeah, yeah, then that's the quality of the dancing that you have. You might even get a promotion, mm. but the way of being that doesn't just bring about promotion, that brings actually a great deal of trust, a great deal of reliability. People can count on you. People can look up to you. People can be in conversations with you. People know that they can count on you for helping them when they need it. People know they can count on you when they're making a mistake for having a courage to calling them out. Mm -hmm. um, we can expand on some of these uh, mm -hmm. in a moment, but there's a way of being is a being of service when you bring that to the table yeah you have a higher chance mm. of getting a promotion than someone who is purely and singularly ambitious about personal yeah. um career topping yeah yeah that's actually very good <laughs> mm. and uh, so continuing this um when you look at uh you know being a being of service mm. one thing that comes to my mind is the, the distinction of making offers versus making requests. Mm. Um, when you think about getting a promotion, it's usually a request. Like, you know, can I, can right. I, I, like, I deserve the promotion. Can I have this promotion? I've done this, 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 and this. But it's not so much of offering to help in a bigger way. So can you say a little bit more about that? I think you, I think you nailed it really well, Victoria. Um Getting a promotion is not about making requests. Mm -hmm. It's about making offers. Just a real uh, quick primer on what's a request, what's an offer. Request is when you ask someone mm -hmm. to do something for you. Offer yeah. is when you offer someone to do something for them. Mm -hmm. 
it sounds mm-hmm. like a cosmetic shift but it's a whole shift of a mindset yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. go around keep asking people to do things for us yeah and and that's appropriate mm-hmm. you know we've covered in the previous conversations that you you gain power by making offers and you exercise power by making requests mm-hmm. if you're getting a promotion your job is to gain some kind of a power some kind of a a political institutional um some kind of a maybe intellectual power within the system you want to be perceived as someone who is uh, seen to be a leader at yeah. whatever level every yeah. time there's a promotion it's a leadership uh jump or an opportunity mm-hmm. so if all what you're thinking is what i want what i want what i want then you miss the opportunity mm-hmm. the opportunity for getting promotions getting um advanced are everywhere hmm. how to go after them is that you begin to notice what people need help with hmm. where your bosses your boss your boss's boss your skip level or maybe your peers maybe other people in the organization mm-hmm. um where are they stuck what are they saying all the time what they're struggling with you may find uh, during a water cooler talk or now uh, zoom uh chit chat that your colleague is having hard time uh finishing a report or collecting some marketing data or finishing a piece of code or uh, as is as, as a product manager behind the schedule and so on and so forth what do you bring to the table right that moment the little voice says that's not my problem that's really great that you're struggling with that and oh you uh, i'm so sorry and you know be sympathetic that's yeah. not what we are talking about we're talking yeah. about listening to someone else's concern and making that your concern when you move like that you begin to um uh, in a colloquial uh, language we would say win hearts but what is winning hearts about you begin to get something invisible called trust yeah people begin to trust on you you begin yeah. to gain repetition mm-hmm. is that that's yeah 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 so much came to mind now that you were speaking that um also your context grows right mm-hmm. because when you get a promotion you have you know before you get a promotion you have your job and your duties and everything but mm-hmm. part of getting a promotion is your responsibilities growing right mm-hmm. um but also your context and your care has to grow as well if your care doesn't grow and you just take on more responsibilities i don't know if um like that's the best way to get a promotion so okay and you said something about uh trust mm-hmm. making powerful offers since we're talking about offers mm-hmm. making powerful offers how do you make powerful offers though it requires mm-hmm. like i think so certain like listening right mm-hmm. you need to listen to breakdowns that people are not willing to listen to mhm i i think you're <laughs> right on the money it's very good it's yeah. um how do you make offers you just go around and figure out what your offers are people often think that the offer they're going to make mm-hmm. has to do with also them my mm-hmm. special skills my special ability yeah. my free time i have free time i don't have free time um who are my allies and not my allies or um what my everyday skill is or what i'm good at or not good at those things might contribute 
to you making a powerful offer. But the first and foremost thing you got to get right Mm -hmm. is about what breakdown, what dissatisfaction that others are dealing with, your colleagues. That cannot happen. You can't go out and say, hey, listen, uh, what dissatisfaction you're dealing with or what's your big, big problem today or um, or, you know, often people don't know mm-hmm. what their big problem is. They're so um, engrossed. They are so uh, enmeshed into their environments that often your colleagues, your bosses may not be able to see where do they really need help. Mm-hmm. If they were able to see, they would have already given you uh, an order or they would have already made a request or something like that to you. Yeah. So to learn where people are stuck, where people, where your bosses need help, you need to do, you need to learn the skills to be in communication, be in conversations, like small talk, but there it's not small. It's yeah. tuning in to each of those moods. Yeah. Asking each other, how are you doing? What's going on? You look concerned. What's on your plate? Oh, it's this on your plate. Oh, you said that uh, last week. And how are you? making a progress there and who is helping you? Anybody helping you? What a great little question. Yeah. You see somebody worried, you ask them. Hmm, these are all my coaching secrets here. Um, you ask a question to say, who's helping you with it? And then you find out that what the lay of the land is. And then you can offer to say, I, I think uh, I can help you. And then making the offer powerfully, many ways to do it. Mm-hmm. The the strongest way, this the easiest way, the softest way is, hey, let me know if you need any help. I, I'd be happy to help. Mm-hmm. Or a strong way of helping, hey, listen, I think you need my help. I don't think you're gonna be able to finish this on your own. And I'm happy to help you. Yeah. May yeah, I? Mm-hmm. So depending on the situation, it's not, you know, so much better or worse, indifferent, you need to have sensibility that in the moment, what kind of of an offer uh, you could make. We all know about, uh, we prepare an offer, we write it up in a a very fancy letter or very fancy PowerPoint. And then we think, oh my God, what a great offer I have come up with. And at the most inappropriate time, in the most inappropriate mood, we make the offer and then we say, I wonder why people are not accepting my offers because then your offer was still about you. Your offer wasn't about what was going on in the other person's life. Yeah. Their concern and their, and the breakdown that they're dealing with. Precisely. Um, So let's continue going back further into this or deeper into Mm this Mm -hmm. um, and talk about uh, breakdowns. Um, like acknowledging breakdowns and and declaring breakdowns can actually be a lot more difficult than it seems. Oh, yes. So, yeah. And I think you have an example of of this too from a previous client, I think, Tom. I I can't recall the um, example right now. What's your question? I'm sorry. Uh, Ask your question again. Declaring breakdowns, Mm -hmm. right? Having the courage to declare a breakdown. Mm -hmm. Uh, how can one like go about that? And how does that lead to getting a promotion? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I remember the example now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, declaring a breakdown, is it costs you. You risk something. 
Yeah. No, 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 no risk, no gain. Mm. So when something is not working out, when your boss might be in the wrong direction, when um, something that is obviously broken, but nobody wants to talk about it. And that's where you brought up Tom's example. Exactly. I coached uh, Tom about three years ago. And um, before meeting me, Tom had been, uh, he was kind of at a junior engineer level at a big tech firm. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll uh, change the name and, uh, and the identity of the company, not to discuss the specifics, mm -hmm. but Tom had been trying for a promotion and had been constantly passed over. Mm -hmm. Tom originally comes from Hong Kong. So his, he wasn't a native uh, speaker and many of the things uh, he was a bit shy, his shyness and all these things were getting in the way. And Tom had actually, when Tom met me, he had decided to become a mindset coach. Mm. I asked him that you have a full-time job in a major technology company. Why are you trying to do this side gig with a mindset coach? And I learned that his real uh, pain that he had been passed up for promotions and he wasn't going beyond in his work. Mm. Now, when I began to help Tom, we worked on building uh, courage to speak up, especially when something is broken. Tom eventually put his finger on this massive issue that had been present in the company's infrastructure from day one. Hmm. For 20 years, this issue had lingered and had been hidden and covered up by people because addressing it, acknowledging it might mean a serious change in right. the IT infrastructure, change hmm. in people's jobs and everything. Tom brought this up with his manager and his manager said, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just do your, do the thing that I asked you to do. So we worked together and Tom ended up writing um, an article that said something along the lines, a billion dollar ticking bomb ready to go off because this could be exploited. This particular issue could be exploited by yeah. hackers mm. to gain control over a certain part of the organization. And he published this note in the company's uh, magazine where he could. Mm -hmm. Shortly after, um, it got the attention of several key people, several executives, key people, VP level people. And uh, a council was called to mm -hmm. deal with this issue that was built up of uh, multiple teams, cross-functional, cross-team council was called to assess the damage and the potential and the risk and everything. Obviously, Tom was invited to this council. Everybody else in this council was at least three or four levels higher than Tom. Mm. Tom participated in this council, presented his finding, uh, shared his own struggle, uh, how he couldn't get attention of people. Next thing you know, back to back, out of bang, two promotions were given to Tom uh, because it made sense. Yeah, It made sense to people. Now you're performing at this level, you're participating yeah. with all yeah. these senior people. So what got Tom promotion in this case wasn't trying to upgrade his technical skills or uh, brown nosing the bosses or yeah, any of yeah. the comments or threatening a boss to leave. Which we'll or, talk about later. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have it on your mind to talk yeah. about this. You know, there's so many ways that, uh, that Tom could have gone, but this way he went. Yeah. Not only it got him promotion, but it set Tom up to be yeah. viewed as a thought leader in yeah. his organization. He gained respect yeah. mm. from his managers and from his peers. Mm. 
So yeah. going back to the the um, the courage to declare breakdowns, yes, you know, staying in the psychological evaluation of the breakdown, meaning that you know, oh, those those jerks and those terrible people and and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I'll keep light on my French today, huh? Okay. <laughs> um, and that like feeling like a victim, uh, blaming others, uh, cursing others, cursing situations, circumstances, your bosses, your peers. Um, that's very easy to do. And often that's a great start point. Mm-hmm. We are human beings. We yeah. first start by getting emotionally perturbed. Mm-hmm. But to go from there and to say, this is not working. It's unacceptable. This is unacceptable. This is not yeah. working. And having the courage to gather people with whom you can explore uh, in conversations about what's possible. This is not a, a I mean, communication-wise, it's very easy. You just have to write up, this is not working, send an invitation to others. Hey, can we get together, talk about it? Mm-hmm. That's easy peasy. Mm-hmm. But you risk something. Yeah. You risk the status quo. You yeah. might risk, uh, in this case, Tom actually risked upsetting his direct manager. His direct mm-hmm. manager has specifically told him, don't worry about it. It's mm-hmm. not your job. Mm-hmm. I think by doing that, Tom taught his direct manager. And actually, shortly, within two years, Tom went beyond in a, in a promotion level than his direct manager. He still reports... Mm-hmm to the direct manager, but he's gone beyond in levels. And I think mm. he's taught his manager something about having the courage. Mm. And in this case, your courage isn't for the sake of getting promotion. Exactly. The promotion will come. Yeah. You you can put that mission on the pause, but almost like have that be the background. The front yeah. ground is the care yeah. That for the sake of your team, for the sake of the company, yeah. for the sake of uh, what's at stake yeah. um, in, a, in the way of a future, what mm-hmm. future is in danger, getting called out of that, feeling the fear, feeling nervousness mm-hmm. and declaring the breakdown. It's a very important virtue. Yeah. Your manager may be making a mistake somewhere in some new uh, management policy or coding policy or something. To go to your manager's office and say, excuse me, ma'am or sir, um, this will not work. I am really worried. I think you are missing this. I know I'm taking a risk. Even acknowledging that I'm afraid I'm taking a risk, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to take this risk anyways, because I care. Yeah. So care then turn out to be the ground for building up courage. Getting in touch with your care. It's not like uh, you find a care or you care like you have the emotion or you don't have the emotion. Mm. We are human beings. We care about each other. That's our default condition. But Mm. often we lose track Mm. of what we care about, why we care about. You know, we get very buried in our day-to-day life and tasks and as we should. So getting in touch with your care for others, mm. I mean, you're if you're listening to this episode, you're definitely in touch with your care for getting a promotion. You may be right. in touch with your care of generating more money for your family, 
for buying a house or boat or getting married or whatever that you think that you need to do, you're in touch with that care of improving your standing mm. and getting a bigger uh, piece of work for yourself, building up your career. You're in touch with that care. And that's wonderful. Now, we're not asking you to let go of that care. What we're asking you to turn the direction of that care towards your team, your company, your people, your customers, people that you're serving. When yeah. you turn your care towards that, no one can keep promotions away. Then yeah. courage, like um, uh, almost, you know, we can give an example. Uh, um, if a mother is going with a child in a forest for a, for a walk or something and a, and a bear leaps, the, the the mother is not trained to fight the bear. The mother might be quite scared. The mother might die yeah. in that case. But the mother, generally speaking, would stand in front of the kid yeah. and and uh, and put herself in the harm's way, out of care for the child. Now, this is an extreme example. Yeah. <laughs> but but the 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 pattern is the same. Mm. That for the care of what you care about, you put yourself at risk and that risk is rewarded that mm -hmm. is the 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 ground virtue of leadership mm. i think you absolutely nailed it i've you've we could end the podcast right now but we won't but i think you're absolutely right um having your care like lead you um and um i i think like because when you when you when you show how much you care about the business and you have the courage to like declare a certain breakdown that other people are unwilling to acknowledge, your upper your boss or your if it's not your boss but your boss's boss they will notice they will see, and they will see say okay you are willing to take on more responsibility you care about you know the future of this business, let's see let like let's give more responsibility to you you know it makes sense so mm -hmm. yeah that was very helpful thank you um okay i have some notes here in my journal so i don't forget any questions okay second one is let's say someone has tried like everything they know to do to get a promotion right there's another way of thinking about this some mm -hmm. people what do you think about my question is what do you think about the uh, idea of threatening your boss to get you a promotion. And by threatening, I mean, uh, there are many ways to do this. Mm. One way is to, um, if they're not giving you a promotion, go to another company, apply for a job, mm. get it, and then come back and tell your boss, you know, I just got another job. If you don't give me this promotion, I'm leaving. That's mm. what I mean by threat. What mm. do you think about these type of strategies? Mm. That's a good question, Victoria. I'm almost tempted to ask you, mm -hmm. I'm almost tempted to reverse uh, uh, the question and ask you, so think about this for a moment. Hmm? You, okay. you tell me that if you're in a relationship where things work by threats, whether it's a soft threat or a hard threat, if your boss promotes you because your boss is nervous you're gonna leave, Mm -hmm. um, and you have contributed to that nervousness, um, you might get what you want in this moment. Mm -hmm. But you tell me a little bit, what does that say about the quality of your relationship with the boss? And 
could let me let me uh, let me return the question and ask you what do you see is possible in that relationship is innovation possible is deep trust in hard times possible would it be that you will commit to watch each other's back in the future mm-hmm. um would you just act like uh, you're at a threat to leave to get a promotion and then you'll become friendly again say say a little bit i mean what what do you imagine can happen mm-hmm. in a relationship where you get what you want by threat and that's actually not just in promotion and job relationships many personal relationships yeah. people get what they want by threat by threats yeah and what's going on in those relations what does day to day looks like yeah if i am thinking if i were the boss and someone did this to me mm. i think there would be like an immediate break of trust i would mm. i would immediately be like even if that person does get the promotion mm-hmm. the relationship is not the same like if there has been if trust has been built throughout the time Mm-hmm. there is some breakage there in that moment mm-hmm. um because it's a threat it's a it's not a it's not a request it's not an offer to help me it's not a uh it's none of that it's just a do this or otherwise i'll leave so you don't really give me a choice of of like really saying anything other than just yes or you're gone mm. um yeah and yeah i can see how in if that person says yes to the person getting a promotion um the future of that relationship i would watch my back i wouldn't i wouldn't trust <laughs> you know the old saying um if you live by the sword you die by the sword mm-hmm. right if your boss um promoted you out of nervousness that you might leave um as a your boss is also a human being your boss is going to in the future do everything she or he can mm-hmm. to secure herself himself um uh, from this kind of a danger in the future to maybe um to have a contingency plan to maybe um grow a parallel role or maybe divide your role human beings are these really weird animals we're not quite as laid out very cleanly that this is a promotion this is a job this is a role we have these invisible moods that we don't even see them most of the time yeah more um uh, common emotions like anger and um other other emotions like happiness and anger you can see them more readily feelings mm-hmm. you can see them more readily but if there's a bad mood that goes in the invisible background that little voice over the time over months weeks months and years will drive your boss to reconfigure the organization in a way in which you don't continue to use the same game you might that might work once or twice mm. um yeah. and you might get what you want sure i mean if the if the money is the only goal or the title or you know money or power is the only goal mm-hmm. you got this method might very well work who am i to say that this method doesn't work it works for so many people mm-hmm. and many bosses actually they get used to to people uh being like this so what they do is they just don't give promotions based on who they think deserve they save the promotion as a trump card to mm-hmm. use when they think some employees are a threat to leave that's kind well, of what sad what does that say about the uh, what did you say that's kind of sad 
why why is that sad say more please that it has led to that way of being from the boss and also from the employees mm -hmm. very good and you can see the trajectory of the relationship yeah. and this is going on in many enterprises this has become like a cultural infection mm -hmm. it could be improved we do reverse this trend that is set up in many parts of the of the industry um, to reverse this trend what we have to begin to do is to provoke the phenomena of care both in employees and bosses yeah. Yeah. and not just care about the promotion not just care about the the immediate job but care about the business that they have taken on the yeah. service they are providing to their customers. Mm -hmm. I was going to actually mention that, you know, if you have this conversation in a different mood, you could have like a similar conversation, but if you have it in a different mood, it would actually, it could actually like, I don't want to say work, but like be mm -hmm. like, it would, it would, there would be more workability in it. Like if you go in a mood of like, if your boss cares for you, you care about your boss, right? You have a trust. And you have trust, you have trust. Uh, and trust you, in the relationship. And the boss tells you, you know, there's the, I just can't give you a promotion. There's literally nothing I can do. Like, I just don't have an, a space open for you. Um, There could be that conversation with you between you and your boss where you guys decide that, you know, if you really need this promotion, maybe it does make sense for you to go and find it somewhere else. And maybe you can work here part-time or like, you know, there can be a, it's a mood of exploration where together we're working mm -hmm. on this to help each other. It's not a mood of yes. do this for me or I'm gone. You know, it's a, it, if you do it in a different mood, it just feels a lot better and it could actually work for both of you then. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that you're talking about, it's very good. You brought this up because in what cases, in what kind of a scenario, this kind of strategy could work mm -hmm. that if your boss has been, um, uh, sort of like desensitized over the years and your boss mm. uh, is uh, your bosses are fast asleep mm. they are doing all the work and you're helping them and you're yeah, um, and you're in an organization where they're just asleep no matter what you do yeah then some conversation that also with courage you can have with your bosses to say look I think that I am putting my 110 percent and I don't feel the same from you. Mm -hmm. So can we talk about it? Hmm? Can we, I feel mm -hmm. unacknowledged and I want to mm -hmm. be acknowledged. I want to work with people mm -hmm. uh, that acknowledge me in what way uh, you can acknowledge me. Mm -hmm. I am working towards company's goals. Can you give me, I don't maybe need the money upgrade right away, but yeah. can I take a different responsibility that would lead to a money upgrade? Can I, mm -hmm pick up these projects you can begin to negotiate in a different way yeah. where both of you build future in conversations I mean you can go to your boss and say okay look I've been putting all that I got I would really love a promotion mm -hmm. I uh, maybe you have a baby on the way I'm just making up a situation yeah, yeah. you have a baby on the way and you say I'm gonna need a little more money in the family and mm -hmm. I've been putting my 110 percent what would you like to see yeah for you to determine to give me a promotion. Yeah. In this case, it's not so much a threat, but a conversation of mutual care. It's like waking each other up to a mutual care. But if you start the conversation by saying, give me a promotion or I'd leave, mm -hmm. that 
100% demonstrate to your boss that you don't have a commitment here. You're only as good as the money that you're being paid. So the relationship becomes transactional. Yeah, Money is no longer as a tool that enable working together and building futures. Money becomes the purpose. Mm. And when money becomes the purpose, all kind of care, all kinds of uh, joy in a relationship, joy in a job is gone. Mm. You may get the money, but you will certainly not have that deep satisfaction what you're really looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, thank you. You said something that was interesting about like having a conversation with your boss where also you discuss mutual conditions of satisfaction, which is important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you like, you know, you have your description about your job and what you're supposed to be doing and you know what your boss's description is and what he's supposed to be doing, but maybe it's a not a bad idea to kind of reconsider and have a conversation, a candid conversation with your boss where we both, if you know, you're asking for a promotion and you're not getting one where you kind of ask, you know, what are like, how, like you need to take responsibility for your condition satisfaction and also explore with them. What can I do to satisfy you? What am, have I not been doing so far that you are expect of me? Mm. Yeah. What do you very think good. about that? Right on. I think you, I think you nailed it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. Because the moment you get into conversation about future conditions of satisfaction, you're actually building the future together. Mm-hmm. Now you say, this is, this is what would happen. This is what I would do. This is mm-hmm. in, in negotiation, in communication, you're now building a future. You're not guessing at it. Yeah. That sure. I think is like the best way to go at it. Mm-hmm. Where you're not guessing at it. You're not leaving it to someone being a nice person. Mm-hmm. oftentimes how we behave in our lives, we think that if I'm an awesome person, if I do everything, 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 then others will also be awesome people. We also need to make sure that we don't fall into that trap, that yeah. we own our satisfaction 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing you said that just brought up another idea yeah. is the distinction between being nice and being kind. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there is a whole... If you suck up to your bosses long enough, eventually they'll promote you. Being nice, actually, we have a saying that uh, we have the saying kill being nice because being nice doesn't really get you very far. It mm-hmm. might, you know, uh, push you in the right direction, but being mm-hmm. nice as a strategy your whole life will actually do you more harm than good. Right, um, right. Yeah. And what we mean by that is being nice in this context of getting promotions is to suffer silently. Mm-hmm. but keep a good front on mm-hmm. as a as a strategy that I just need to keep a good front on. I need to continue to be nice as a strategy, no matter uh, how I am suffering. Yeah. And, and we say that it's better that you kill being nice. Yeah. The opposite of being nice is not being nasty. Yeah. Being nasty and being nice, they live on the same side of the hill. The opposite of being nice is being straight being mm. direct mm. being direct may be more appropriate yeah to to say being direct is is to is to have candor have courage to mm. speak what needs to be spoken to say the unpopular yeah. say the difficult thing whether it's about you mm. to ask for 
um, what you what you believe would be your uh, satisfaction. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, I have maybe like one or two last questions for you. Um, you have been a boss before and promoted mm. people. Uh, thinking back during to those times, what what do you look for? Um, in people to promote mm. people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're you you are yourself an example, and uh, you've seen we have a small team. Mm -hmm. I look for people that would honestly care about care about me, take care of me, watch my back, mm. um, challenge me, confront me when I'm when I am in the when I'm in a bad direction, mm. uh, watch for what I might miss. I might be blind to something. People that uh, have the courage that take a risk to to stand up to me um, and 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 help me do my job better. Mm. People that check in with me, um, that authentically and genuinely are committed to the job that are assigned to them. People that do complete work, mm -hmm. people that dot the I's, cross the T's, do complete work, not leave things unfinished, because if they do, I have to finish them. So I would give promotions to people that do their complete work, take a great deal of responsibility, think about um, what might be on my plate, my direct reports, mm -hmm. um, that what would be in my plate. And, you know, I am open. Some bosses are some bosses are not. I'm very open about what's in my plate, what's going on, what's bugging me. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's actually easy to get promotions around me because I'll tell you what you need to do yeah. and how you need to take care of me. Mm. And if you take care of me and be serious about your work mm. and not just see your work as like a mechanism for extracting money, but see your work as a way to, number one, express yourself. Mm. express your potential, express your art, your science, your soul, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, is to express yourself through your work, number one. Number two, demonstrate and bring value to others, which is what we call care. Mm. Care is being, uh, being of service, being of value to others. Mm. I think those two virtues, mm. uh, anyone that embodies would would work as my as my partner, as, as you do, Victoria. Yeah. Maybe I should ask for a promotion. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But one last uh, question It's not really a question, but. Because, you know, if we promoted you any further, we'd have to move you to the roof. We, to I Mars. don't think there's anything further to. No, to Mars, you know. To Mars. Yeah. <laughs> we have to call Elon Musk and say, hey, we're promoting yeah. somebody to Mars. Would you mind taking her with you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, last thing. If someone is watching us and mm. uh, is dealing with this issue right now um, mm. and, you know, having said everything we've said so far, mm. what would you say to them? Just like very quickly, what would you say, what would you say to someone that is dealing with this right now? That is dealing with uh, trying to get a promotion. Mm -hmm. mm. I would say serve, mm -hmm. have courage, and communicate. Mm. 
your projects, what you're accomplishing, what you're doing, write internal papers, notes, mm -hmm. updates to the team, to your bosses, communicate. Don't work in isolation. Mm -hmm. Let people know. More than let them know, invite them, collaborate with mm -hmm. them. Communications opens up opportunities for collaboration. Mm -hmm. Look for areas around you that no one is paying attention, mm. but are bothersome. They mm. are just like sitting there. They're bothersome. Could be a, a practice, a team management practice, could be customer related, could be product related. It doesn't matter. Mm. But some issue that's painful to your customers, to your bosses, take it on. Put in a little elbow grease, if you will, into that issue. And communicate and let people know that you're working on it and invite them to, uh, to collaborate with you. You start being that way. Um, no one can keep a promotion away from you. Yes. Yep. Totally agree. Don't give up. Keep trying. You, you will get it if that's, what you, if that's what you want. Okay. Thank you for this, Akiv. This has been an eye-opening <laughs> conversation you. for myself and I hope mm. helpful for other people. So with that, we conclude episode five of the Artwork Podcast, uh, The Art of Getting Promoted, Strategic Steps Beyond Hard Work. Thank you for sharing your expertise and insights, Akib. Um, And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to join our Altwork community in our upcoming private live event next Friday on April 21st. Well, this Friday on April 21st. This Friday, this Friday on April 21st. Yeah. We'll, I'll put the link in the comment section uh, below. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't forget to tune in next time at, in the same place uh, as we explore further many other topics. Mm -hmm.